Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Are deer hunting myths holding you back and you don't even know it? On this episode, we're going to identify and fix some things that can make you more successful in the woods. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast and a great YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and bringing new insights to all hunters. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and today we are talking about busting some deer hunting myths. All right, guys, and the reason that I do this is not just because I have a list of myths. These things hold people back. They, they cause people to make mistakes to make strategic errors, to make errors in their tactics, which result in being less effective than you could be. Now, I've covered some things in the past. Um, I'm not rehashing old content here, um, but I want to just keep coming at you guys with things, some things you just need to remember and keep in front of you. Some things are new things. Some things are the more information or more depth or more perspective. Maybe you've heard some of this before, but it didn't click. You didn't see a way to put it in the practice, and today's your day. All right, so I've got five myths that we're going to be busting right now that will hopefully empower you to be more successful in your deer hunting. Number one myth is this. More time means more success in the deer woods. False. It is not true. In fact, the opposite can be true. Can being the key word. Spending more time in the woods can burn out your spots, push all the deer away, and lower your chance of success. All right, you hunt the same stand five days in a row. I believe you are going to see progressively less deer day after day. All right, your the hunting pressure, your scent, your smell, 
even just you breathing, the skin cells that you leave on the property, the noise that you make, the coming and the going, deer seeing you, the deer that you don't see but see you that you don't even know about, uh, the other animals that you spook and, and put deer on alert when the deer just aren't 100% sure about what the issue is but they know there's something there. It is going to push deer away and it is going to push deer nocturnal in that area. And so the more you hunt, the worse that it gets. All right. The way that you deal with this is you don't hunt more necessarily. You hunt smarter. It's all about hunting the right spots at the right time. Okay, you want to invest your time. All right, you want you want to treat your time like an investment broker. All right, I've got this much time. How do I get the best returns on that time? Okay, certain periods of the season, the early season, for example, mornings are not super productive. Evenings are more productive. So if you've got four hours to hunt, I would hunt the evening. Because chances are it's going to have more deer movement and a higher rate of success than the morning at that part of the season. Now, certain spots are morning spots. Those spots need to be hunted in the morning. But even still, many morning spots are often good in the evening, depending on where you are. Um, but you need to figure out how the deer move in your area. But the principle is this. More time does not mean more deer. You have to invest your time wisely. Okay, if I have three vacation days to hunt this year, when do I hunt them? How do I use them? I want to take a deer on the first day and save the other two. That's the way I would look at that picture. I want to take a deer on the first sit and then save the others. So I want to find the right day, the right weather, the right conditions, the right spot. I want to think. I want to be smart. I've done episodes on all these different things, how to read the weather, the best conditions for deer hunting, when you want to hunt, what time of day for what parts of the season. You can go to the website, newhuntersguide.com. You can find all those episodes, all that information. It's there. It's in depth. You can dig into it and pull that together. But I want to invest my time the wisest. And... If I hunt a spot that doesn't produce, I don't want to go back to that spot tomorrow. Because, one, if there were no deer there today, why would there be more deer there tomorrow? Two, my presence there today may impact the deer there tomorrow. I don't usually like to hunt two days in a row because of this. Um, I want to put time in between my sits. I want to put weather in between my sits. Or I want to put distance in between my sits. All right, It's not about spending more time in the woods. It's about the smartest time that you can spend. All right, And this is not just true for hunting. This is a huge principle. All right, You know... A lot of people, they spend a lot of time trying to be safe on the internet by, you know, always clearing their cookies and deleting their browsing history and being careful what websites that they go on and what links that they follow. And all of that can have some benefit, 
but they're pouring time into every single time they use the internet versus doing something smarter like getting a relatively low-cost identity theft protection and insurance platform with internet security features like Aura, the sponsor of this video, that will keep you safe 24 hours a day with you having to do almost nothing after the 10-minute setup process. All right, guys, I mean, that is really... You, you just want to use your time smart. All right, Aura provides, you know, not just protecting and keeping you safe on the internet. They've got the insurance that if something goes wrong, you're insured. All right, they've got uh, antivirus protection for your computer, for your mobile. They provide you with one-click VPN options. So, you know, if you are on your phone and you're out and about, you don't want to just connect through public networks. It's like the number one way that I have found for you to get hacked, for you to get viruses, for you to get compromised data. You just push one button, VPN, you're safe. You don't have to worry about all this other stuff. They'll keep you safe. They'll keep your kids safe. They will get you pulled down off of all these different spam lists that data brokers have. So you've got fewer people that have your personal information. You're getting less in mail in your inbox, spam text messages, phone calls, mail to your house. They'll keep your finances monitored and make sure that if anything is compromised, you're able to take action on it immediately. They help me keep my YouTube channel online when my password was compromised in a data breach and I got an instantaneous notification 10 minutes after I signed up on my free trial and found out, oh no, I need to fix this immediately. Didn't have to pay a penny for it and you don't have to pay a penny for it either. Because if you go to the newhuntersguide.com, go to about, click Aura, you'll get my special link, which will give you an exclusive 14-day free trial. Doesn't cost you a penny. Newhuntersguide.com, all right? Go to about, click Aura, or go to the show notes of this episode. It'll take you right to that exclusive page. Within minutes of signing up, you get all these benefits. They will scan the entire dark web, cost you nothing. They will let you know if your data, your passwords, your personal information has been breached, what you need to do about it immediately, and you will have instantaneous protection and help, and then you don't have to do anything about it. All right, one-time setup, they send you a weekly email letting you know if there's anything out there, any updates, anything you need to do. And if something big comes up, you get instantaneous alert. You can set up notifications on your phone. I mean, they literally have 20 different services that they bundle in. It starts at $12 a month, but you can sign up for free right now. And there's no reason not to. Pause this episode. Go to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Go to about, click Aura, A-U-R-A. Use that disc or use that link in order to get your two-week free trial. All right, guys, it's free. Give it a shot. Make sure, get that free scan of the dark web for your personal information. But back to deer hunting, smart is always better than more time. You want to use and invest the time wisely. Number two, myth that you can control your scent. It's a myth. All right. 
People spend a lot of money on scent-proof soap and laundry detergent, on sprays, on foams, on gels, on scent-lock clothing, on all this kind of stuff. And guys, it's kind of like pushing a brick uphill, all right? Uh, Well, no, I got my items mixed up. It's kind of like kicking a brick, all right? It moves a little, but it hurts a lot. Or it's like rolling a stone uphill, all right? It's hard. It takes a lot of energy to make a minimal amount of progress. Okay, the reason is you breathe, right? You're breathing right now. You go into the woods, you're going to breathe. The air exhaled out of your body is deer can smell that. You are dropping, they estimate, what is it, tens of thousands of dead skin cells every hour that you're in the woods that are just falling and flaking and spraying off of your body wherever you go. You're always leaving scent behind. You're inventing scent no matter what kind of soap that you use. The only way you can win the battle of the wind is by controlling where you sit when when the wind's blowing. You want to use the wind to blow your scent into a non-deer area and it doesn't matter what you smell like. It doesn't matter if you're eating onions and garlic or whether you washed your clothes in uh, you know, scented detergent or rainwater that you collected within a parachute. All right. It doesn't matter because the wind will blow your scent into a non-deer area. Strategy trumps spending all that money and all that time. And it really kind of goes back to the first one, all right? Time is will never trump smart. The smarter you can play it, the better. Money won't trump smart. All right, now yes, I do wash my clothes in non-scented detergent. I use to be specific. What is it? I've got some right here. Nelly's Laundry Soda. Not a sponsor, just a fan. It's a powder detergent. It is cheap as all get out. It is certainly not marketed for hunting. I think like a $15 or $20 tin gives you 100 loads worth. Compare that to your hunting detergents. All right, and this stuff works every bit as good. However, I don't wash my hunting gear in that stuff in order to be scent free. I wash my hunting gear in that stuff because we wash all of our clothes in that stuff because my wife is easily aggravated by the scents and regular detergents. And so this stuff is scent free and it's easier on the system. And it just so happens that I'm a hunter. And uh, oh yeah, it's cheaper than regular detergent too. So boom. I also, I have a bar of uh, scent free soap. All right, dead downwind. I bought a bar of it, oh, I don't know, four or five years ago, one bar, cut it in half. And if I'm showering before a hunt, I will use that soap. Why? Because no reason just to spray myself with additional scent, but I'm not relying on the, the soap. However, it's still cheaper than the soap I would normally use. And so it has no odor to it. It works just fine. I don't believe it's a game changer by any way, but you know, those are small little things that you can do. And I'm going to say they cost nothing because they're cheaper than what you would normally do. All right. That one bar has lasted me like five years, cut it in half, kept half in my room, the other half in the shower, 
you know, I don't shower before every hunt. I don't wake up at three in the morning and shower before I go out. That's crazy. I play the wind. I play smart. I only hunt certain places when the wind is where it needs to be blowing in order for me to be secure in that area. However, sometimes the wind's crazy and blows in all sorts of different directions, especially when there's a storm. And so you might as well take reasonable and cheap steps to mitigate your scent. And I do that by using the cheap bar of soap and by washing my clothes and the non-scented stuff. And um, that's that's pretty much it. I do use uh, a lima shield on my boots before I walk into a place so I don't leave a scent trail behind me. Um, but even then, I don't know that that's necessary. I more so use a lima shield in order to get the stink out of my base layers and golf shirts. Uh, I'll soak them in that and then wash them and it works great. It's not really anything having to do with hunting, but I've got it, so I'll spray it on my boots. However, all of that is cheap. All of that is easy. I'm not believing that I'm controlling my scent. I'm just taking reasonable precautions for when the wind is contrary. But I'm not buying scent lock clothing with this false impression that that's going to do something. People say, well, you know, I at one time I was out hunting and the wind was blowing the wrong way right into a deer and they didn't even know I was there. Well, there's so many factors and, and variables to these kinds of stories that people tell. One, you never really know where the wind was blowing your scent. Two, there could be thermals, all sorts of other variables taking the scent up. It might Wind might curve before it gets to that deer. That deer may very well have smelled you and not cared. Usually younger deer will smell you and not care. Fawns will at times run up to you and will eat out of your hand and lick you and not care. Young does, young bucks may care very little to not at all. But mature deer, both bucks and does, bucks more so, care a lot. And there's no way to fool them other than using the wind to your advantage. All right, it's your secret weapon. Number three, gear makes the difference. Myth. I said gear makes the difference. Myth. Gear can make a difference. A difference. It can provide some help, but gear does not make the difference. The difference between you taking a deer and not taking a deer, you cannot buy your way into that. Now, you might say, well, you know, a tree stand versus hunting the ground could make the difference. In some places, yes. But a cheap tree stand versus an expensive tree stand is not going to make the difference. Cheap hunting blind versus an expensive hunting blind, not going to make the difference. Cheap coat versus an expensive coat, not going to make the difference. No matter what you buy, it is not going to guarantee success or multiply your odds of success. Not going to do it, all right? Any gun, any bow or crossbow can do the job. Spending five times as much on a more expensive one will make it more ergonomic, will make it more user-friendly, will make it more comfortable. 
uh, may may give you a little bit better trigger control, maybe a little bit better range, maybe uh, a little bit better balance. These are not things that make the difference. They are nice to haves. They are not need to haves. They are helpful. They are not game changers. All right. The number one thing you can do is hunt smart. Don't think you have to buy your way into being a successful hunter. You can buy your way into being a warm hunter. You can buy your way into being a comfortable hunter. But warm and comfort do not put deer on the table. Unless in the very rare situations where it is so cold, you are no longer able to continue hunting because your gear is so poor and you have to end the hunt early before the deer come out. In those kinds of scenarios, I guess gear could make a bigger difference. But here's the thing. You can get in expensive gear if you get the right gear made the right way with the right layers that will still put you in the game versus spending 10 times more for these super expensive brand name gear. All right. Gear is not making the difference. Stop trying to get more deer by buying more gear. That's not how it works. You want more deer? You need to hunt smarter. You need to go to newhuntersguide.com, go to categories, hit deer hunting, see all the different episodes broken down by topic and subject type, and you want to dig in. And there are, of course, lots of other great resources out there and people putting out good content. But this stuff is curated and free, costs you nothing, and you can learn how to up your game, improve your strategy, improve your tactics, hunt smarter, be more successful. Don't just buy gear assuming, okay, this year, what am I going to do to be a better hunter? I'm going to buy Sitka gear. Come on, man. No, it's not going to make you a better hunter. It may make you a more comfortable hunter, and that's fine. But it's doing nothing to get you more deer. It's getting nothing, doing nothing to get you bigger bucks. It's doing nothing to get you bigger does. It's just more comfort. Maybe a little more utility. Maybe a little more ergonomic. Maybe a little less bulk. All nice things. Um, and maybe worth the price if you have the money to buy it. But do not think for a moment that spending that kind of money on that kind of stuff is going to make the difference. All right. Number four myth. You can't hunt on the ground. That's a myth. You absolutely can hunt on the ground. You can hunt in ground blinds. You can hunt sitting against a tree. You can hunt walking around on the ground. All right. I have done all of the above. I have shot probably more deer out of a ground blind than a tree stand. I have shot deer walking around. I could have shot deer walking around even with a bow. In fact, just a week before recording this episode, I was out hunting, shot a buck. I was heading back to my car to get the rest of my gear and move my car to get closer to where the downed deer was. And I just walked right up to a doe. It's just sitting, standing there and eating some grass and uh, could have totally shot it if I would have. If I would have had a, uh, a broadhead handy, um, if I would have had my bow even with me, 
you know, I absolutely could have shot it right then and there. I was close enough. It was still would have been easy. Could have taken two deer home. All right. You just never know walking around. But the bottom line is you do not have to be in a tree. A lot of people are afraid of heights. A lot of people don't like the hassle of climbing a tree. A lot of people have physical limitations and don't want to get up in trees. A lot of people may not have good trees in good places. A lot of people may not have private land that they feel comfortable putting a tree stand on. A lot of people just honestly may not know enough about scouting in order to find the best place to put a tree stand. You don't need to hunt in a tree. You can hunt on the ground. There are advantages to tree stands. But like I said, I've shot more deer out of a ground blind than a tree stand because where I hunt, there are no ideal trees, but there are ideal places for ground blinds. And there are a lot of places you can just sit on the ground, sit up against a tree, sit in some cover. You can do all kinds of different stuff. All right, you do not have to be in a tree. That is a myth that is propagated heavily by people that make tree stands and tree saddles. There are certainly advantages. And in certain locations, tree stand is the best option. But nowhere is it the only option. All right. It may be a better option in some locations, but in other locations, it may not. So you do not hunt, have to hunt out of a tree stand to be effective. All right. Number five deer hunting myth to bust for you guys let me remind you first make sure you head to the website newhuntersguide.com go to the about tab hit aura get your free trial if you haven't done it yet all right number five tip the rut is the best time excuse me number five myth the rut is always the best time to hunt it's a myth i said it's a myth it's not true the rut is not always the best time to hunt. The rut can be the best time to hunt in certain locations. One of the places that I hunt, very small track of public or private land, 12 total acres, six huntable acres. The best time of the year to hunt there is the early season. Hands down, no doubt about it. I would trade the early season for any other time of the year to hunt there. Because once the, once the cold comes, once the frost comes, the cover die, the deer leave. Cover dies and the deer go. All right. That's what happens. I've learned the property. I've learned the land. I've learned what happens. I've hunted all seasons. All right. I've, I've, I've put a lot of time in there and I have learned. I got a lot of trail cameras. I got a lot of photos. I got a lot of videos. I've learned, okay, the best time to hunt this spot is not the rut. Now the rut is not a terrible time to hunt there. There are still some deer that flow through there during the rut. You can take a deer in the rut. The late season or the rifle season is not a terrible time. Well, it may be terrible actually, tell you the truth, but it's not impossible. I've shot deer there in the rifle season and in the late season, but I'm going to be honest with you. I probably, if I, if I trace back the last several years, maybe the last five years, I probably have shot a buck 
50% of the time that I was hunting there in the early season. 50% of the hunts, right? And um, see, if I look at this year, the past year, the year before that, see, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six hunts, shot a buck first, first sit on four of them. All right. First sit on four of them. If I've got my numbers right. Um, so it, it, and always, always in the early season, I have seen bucks there during the rut, but very, very, very few and infrequent compared to during the early season. So the rut can be a better time to hunt some places. So you need to learn your places. You need to learn the public land or the private land that you have access to and figure out when is the best time to hunt there. Okay. One of the best ways to do that is find a good spot, put up a trail cam, a mock scrape, maybe a little clover patch or just a little patch of something just to, to draw deer into an area, maybe a water hole, depending on where you are. If you're in a dry place, um, set that up, put up a trail camera, leave that trail camera up year round all season and study the property, study the deer. All right. I've got, I've got whole episodes to talk about that on the website go there and find them. But you want to learn the property. You know, if you're able to do some little modifications and put up trail camera, do it. If you can't, find the right trails, the best places you can on public land, put up a trail camera, set it high. Maybe you got to put it 10 feet off the ground and only access it with a ladder. I don't know. Or hide it really well. Whatever you need to do, get yourself data. Okay, now you don't have to buy expensive trail cameras either. This is maybe a bonus tip here. Um, you do not need expensive trail cameras. Yes, expensive trail cameras, generally speaking, will perform better and last longer. But I have a, well, I don't know, $50, $60 trail camera that's been going for like four years. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know, you could take something like that, put it on public land, leave it up year round, learn that area, learn that spot. Might take you a couple seasons to do it, but you want to get intel, you want to get data, you want to get strategy that will tell you when to hunt. Not just time of day, but time of season, when you should be in one place versus another. My goal for you guys is this that you have a 50% success rate on every hunt that you go out. All right. So if you, you hunt two hunts, you should be able to take a deer. Now, if you're aiming for a big buck, okay, well, that's, that's not going to scale, but I'm talking about opportunity to shoot a legal deer. I want you to have a 50% success rate so that every time you go into the woods, 50% of the time you could shoot a legal deer. All right, or more. And it doesn't take that much time, but it takes smart. It takes strategy. It doesn't take that much money, but it does take a willingness to think outside the box. It does take a willingness to kick the tires on assumptions. It does take a willingness to test things, but you need to figure out 
when is the best time of the year to hunt the ground, the land, the places that you have? All right. Very, very few places the best time of the year to hunt is opening day of rifle season, which is when most people hunt. All right. Now, a lot of people just, you know, by doing the math, most people, the vast majority of people that hunt opening day of rifle season shoot no deer. It's just math. They're, they're, they do not have 50% success rates because most locations are not the best for opening day of deer. Because opening day of rifle season is oftentimes, depending on your state, specifically and strategically placed at the worst part of the season where you have the absolute lowest chance of shooting a deer. That's the way they time it for Pennsylvania. And we have one of the highest number of deer hunters in the world in our state. But they specifically, strategically time rifle season. So that's at the worst time of the year. When deer are moving the least, when bucks are worn out and bedded down after the rut, where they don't move during the daylight and they may hardly move during the night and all they're doing is trying to sleep and eat and does aren't moving much during the daylight and the days have gotten shorter and uh, they specifically intentionally time it that way so that fewer deer die. All right, well, that is obviously, and then you've got, you know, a bajillion hunters in the woods, which is one of the only reasons anybody shoots anything is because you just have enough people spooking deer and kicking deer up and they're running away and then somebody else shoots them. That's one of the only ways people take deer a lot of the times. So, the day that you hunt may not be a good day to hunt. You may need to think outside the box. You may need to get a bow. You may need to get a crossbow. That's probably more likely the case. You may need to think about different times, different times a day. For me, I used to be a morning hunter only. I only hunted the mornings. The only reason I would ever hunt an evening is if I was hunting the whole day. And I have found in the last number of years, I think the last five deer that I shot, four of them were in the evening. Uh, maybe more, uh, but it's, it's like 80%. And, and I've hunted mornings and then I've just learned hmm, where I hunt, when I hunt, the evenings are drastically more productive. All right. Drastically more productive. So you guys need to learn, and that's not always the case. That's not the case the whole season. It's not the case everywhere, but smart pays off. Again, head of the website, New Hunter's Guide. Check out all the episodes that I have on deer hunting. There's a lot in there that you can glean and learn and build from. Go to the About tab. Click on Aura, get your two-week free trial, get yourself protected. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Till next time, God bless you, and go get them in the woods. <laughs> <laughs>